late hours of the night, deep into the dark recesses of the lonely woods, we gather around the campfire to hear chilling stories of mystery, suspense, and horror. Welcome to the Circle of Fear. The following stories are alleged to be true and are assumed to be so until proven otherwise. Welcome to Chilling True Home Alone Stories, Part 1. I had just moved into my first apartment. It was around 8.30 p.m. and I heard the doorknob moving like someone was putting a key in it and turning and knocking. At first I got really excited that my then boyfriend was home, but then realized it was only 8.30 and he was due home from work around 10.30. So I looked out the kitchen window and didn't see his car or anyone's car I had known parked outside. That's when I panicked. The doorknob kept moving for a few more seconds and then stopped. A few minutes later, they had some piece of metal they were sticking between the door trying to open it. I freaked out at this point and locked myself in the bathroom with a knife and called 911. They tried to pry the door open for about three minutes before they stopped. The police surveyed the area and found an elderly man roaming around with a knife and a crowbar. He used to live in that apartment and he wanted his stuff back that we stole when we moved in. I was told he was really delusional. I'm so thankful and glad I didn't answer the door once I realized it was no one I knew. To this day, my heart stops when someone knocks on my door. I wasn't technically home alone. My friend was spending the night at my house while our parents stayed the night at a resort about an hour away. I say technically because she fell asleep around 11 p.m. I was 15 at the time. She was 14. I was still up watching low-budget sci-fi movies on TV and eating cold pizza as it neared 1 a.m. I started getting a really weird feeling. I couldn't put my finger on it. I just felt uncomfortable. I ignored it for a while until it got unbearable and I realized that it felt like someone was watching me. 
My dad had been fixing some windows around the house during the day and had removed a bunch of the blinds, making for an unobstructed view into the house. But we lived in a quiet suburban neighborhood at the time, so no one thought anything of it. I got up to walk around, trying to take my mind off what I was feeling. But as I neared the window on the other side of the living room where I'd been sitting all night and my friend was still sleeping, I saw something weird on the glass. A foggy spot, maybe six inches in diameter. And it was getting bigger, then shrinking, then growing again every second. At the time, I was so wired with paranoia that I couldn't figure out what it was. I put my face just an inch from the window, studying it, and called out for my friend. I told her to hit the switch for the security lights. The foggy spot was breath, and I was staring into a man's face just on the other side of the glass, only centimeters away from it. My friend ran into the kitchen, screaming, while I stumbled backward in shock. I scrambled for my phone and called my parents and grabbed the knife still on the coffee table from dinner and held it up in a shaking hand. He pressed his palm against the window, still staring at me, and then disappeared into the dark. My neighbors, shotguns in hand, showed up in less than two minutes. My parents had called them. They stayed with us until our parents arrived. No one found anything of the man except for footprints in the garden bed. We moved a few months later. I was staying at a family friend's cabin deep in the woods. It had a large deck that had about a foot of fresh snow on it. I had been cooking and messing around in the kitchen that you can't see the deck from. I'm walking around, turning off lights, and notice multiple sets of footprints walking from the woods up onto the deck, up to the door, then all over the deck and back into the woods. I stayed up with my dog all night and left at first light. My brother and I were home alone from school because we were sick. We had a craft room in the mostly unfinished basement and we were down there playing with miniatures. Around noon, we heard very clearly the front door unlock, open, close, and someone walk in shoes across the foyer tile to the kitchen and turn on the sink. They then turned off the sink and went up the stairs to the second floor.
I figured it was my stepdad and called my mom to let her know he came home from lunch. She had just gotten off the phone with my stepdad and knew he was in his office at work. She called him back and he came ripping home while we hid in the basement. Although we never heard the person come back down the stairs, we didn't find anyone in the house. I don't usually latch my bedroom door, but I did this one time. I dozed off for a bit and woke up like 20 minutes later to my door wide open. I thought that maybe I didn't latch it properly. When I relocked it, I made sure to latch it properly so that it couldn't be opened from the outside. I started watching a movie. When I got up to get some water, I saw that again my door was wide open. I got so freaked out I just screamed out loud. I heard the pattering of footsteps and I ran after them. But it couldn't have been anyone in my house because the main door was locked and all the windows were shut. I spent an hour and a half searching and there was no one in the house. Once when I was a kid, I was home alone when a random man started knocking on my parents' front door repeatedly and asking me by name to open it. This was before ring doorbells were really a thing, so I actually had to go to the door to see who it was. I looked through the peephole and saw a man that I didn't know standing right in front of the door looking right into the peephole. I remember he had some gray hair but was balding and was wearing a brown flannel. He kept asking for me and banging on the door. Being a scared kid, I ran away from the door and called my mom crying. By the time my parents got home, the guy was gone. I was maybe 10. I lived close enough to my school to be able to walk home for lunch. I was sitting on the couch, deciding whether it was worth going back. I looked up at a mirror that's on the wall behind the TV, and I see standing behind me a woman in a lacy white dress looking me in the eye. I whip my head around hard enough to hear my neck pop, and there's nothing. And that room had nothing white in it. Brown carpet, yellowish walls, brown curtains, 
a glass table with some fake fruit in it, and she was standing right in front of the table. I stared into that room for the next two hours until my mom got home. My husband was out of town, so I had gone over to a friend's house for dinner. I got home a little after 10 p.m., pulled into the garage, and stepped out to grab my purse. I turned to head into the house, and standing halfway down my driveway was a strange man I had never seen before. He just stood there, staring at me, and didn't say anything. So I stood there, frozen, staring back at him. Then he slowly began to walk towards me, and since I still had my car door open, all I could think to do was to reach in quick and shut the garage door. The door started to close, and he turned to start walking away. Unfortunately, in my panic, I hit the button too many times and the door stopped and started to reopen. He was still about halfway down the driveway and then quickly turned and started running full force right at me when it started to reopen. I hit the button two more times and the door went back to closing. When it was halfway closed, I saw his feet stop short right outside the door and stay there while it closed the rest of the way. All he would have had to do was stick a foot forward and the door would have reopened again. But he didn't. Years ago, my parents had their garage converted into an extra-large bedroom, which is full of junk now, and this was where we all played games. They really went all out with the extra bedroom and actually replaced the garage door with a wall, window, and traditional front door you'd find on any house, complete with bolt and doorknob locks. I was about 10, and it was only the second or third time I had been left alone in the house while my siblings were all away for one reason or another. Naturally, I was up all night playing on our PS2 in there, having a blast. I don't know how late, but pretty late into it, I suddenly started hearing someone tapping on the window. Well, I didn't realize it was a sound not produced by my game for a full minute or so, and it sounded like someone drumming their fingers really quickly. I finally really noticed it when the doorknob rattled and the sound moved to the door, which made it louder. I freaked the heck out and snuck to the door to double check the locks. They were both unlocked, 
but the door tended to jam and act like it was locked unless you put a lot of effort into it. I locked both locks loudly so the person would know they definitely couldn't get in, but I just heard a gruff older man laugh and the sound got louder. Then he moved back to the window and called in. Let me in, love. I'm cold and hungry. Don't you want to be nice to your neighbor? I turned out the light, ran to my room, and hid in the pitch dark under my blanket until my parents got home a few hours later from their anniversary date. I never told them because I was young enough to care more about getting in trouble because I stayed up past my bedtime. One night, when I was about 12 or 13, my parents were gone for a while and I was just staying up really late past midnight on my desktop computer waiting for them to come home. Like most people, I had been told a million times not to talk to strangers on the internet, but about half my friends list on MSN were people I had never met before, so I was just chatting with a bunch of them. Out of nowhere, one of my online friends had told me exactly what I had been doing the past hour or two. What I was eating, drinking, playing with. When I had gotten up last. Things I hadn't mentioned in chat. I instantly got a horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. My desktop was set up in front of a big window, so as far as I knew, this person I had been talking to had found my address and been watching me through the window. Turns out, he had somehow hacked into my webcam and had been frequently watching me through it whenever he wanted. It's been 10 years and I still have all the cameras on my devices covered in thick duct tape. I live in a cul-de-sac. My bedroom is on the second story. I woke up one night around 3 a.m. to go to the bathroom. I knew we were expecting a lot of snow. I looked out the bedroom window to see the accumulation. It was deep, higher than the curb, like a white blanket across the cul-de-sac. I decided to get some water, so I walked downstairs, turned on the light, went to the bathroom, and got water. I was downstairs maybe four minutes. I went back to my bedroom. All lights were out again, and I looked at the snow one more time. Within those four minutes, there were now fresh footsteps leading from my house across the cul-de-sac and disappearing behind my neighbor's house.
I was house sitting slash babysitting for a new neighbor. She was a single mom from the East Coast moved to Indianapolis. I was a sixth grader. All I had to do was sit in the house and do my math homework while she was on a date. Her two-year-old baby was sleeping in his crib in his room. Around 9 p.m., I get a call and answer. It's some man who only asks, Who are you? I say I'm the babysitter. Then he starts asking all these questions about where the mom is and who I am personally. I get scared and hang up and call the mom and let her know. The guy calls back and then just starts saying the address I'm at, then asks if the baby is okay. When I say yes, he says, how can you be so sure when he's that close to a window? To which I just go, I'm just the babysitter and I'm trying really hard on my math homework and now I'm scared and I'm also failing math. Basically, a mental breakdown happened. Five minutes later, the mom shows up and explains it's her ex-husband who found her. She hands me a wad of cash and excuses me. I don't know if the guy was in the bushes or calling from Massachusetts or what. It was scary. I was 20. Around 1 a.m., I saw someone outside my windows walking all around my house trying to get in. My kitchen window was open, screen intact, but I was about 15 feet off the ground, so it was the safest place in case they climbed in a window. I started smelling gasoline. Cop showed up very quickly and caught my soon-to-be ex-husband, who I had a DVP order on at the time, throwing gasoline all around my house. He was caught and sent to jail for basically attempted arson. After that, I bucked up and eventually became a pro boxer started a job as a correctional officer at the state penitentiary and was given self-defense classes by the same men that give classes to secret service agents. I'm nobody's punching bag anymore. It was January in Minnesota. There was about a foot of snow on the ground and my parents were out at a bar and my brother was at a friend's house but would come back later. I was in my living room watching TV and I heard a small knocking coming from the basement. So I walked down to investigate all over the basement to find nothing. Not thinking much of it, I walked back upstairs to the living room to continue watching TV. 
About five minutes later, I hear a loud crash from the basement and what sounded like a door opening. I started to make my way down the stairs terrified, and as I went down, I thought maybe my brother was home without me knowing, so I called his name. Nothing. I called again, and nothing. So I kept slowly moving down the stairs, only to find that there were drawers open in desks, boxes opened, and a few plastic bins and containers all knocked down and tipped over. But worst of all, my back glass door wide open with footprints leading out the door. I shut the door, called my parents, and when they came home, my mom called the police while my dad followed the footprints. According to my dad, the person had gone over the fence and to the road behind my house where they stopped. My guess is he was picked up, but we and the police never found out if it was planned or just a random house they picked to rob. Absolutely terrifying.